Amen. Well, uh, I want to read you a text I got uh, as well, just real quick, from Marsha. Uh, some were asking about Marsha, how she is doing. And I asked her if she was still in the hospital and how she was doing. She said, hi, Pastor. Yes, I'm still at McLaren Flint. Doctors are working on getting my IV pain meds and pills so I can go home soon. Please continue praying for pain and rest. I'm exhausted. Thank you, everyone, so much for prayers. So uh, be continue praying for Marsha and that uh, God will be able to get her uh, home very soon and back together with us. All right, pa uh, Pastor Jimmy Wallace. All right, I was just uh, sitting here thinking before church about my life, and I really don't have that many regrets. I was saved when I was about 15 years old and called to preach not long after that and uh, got married young, 19 years old, and uh, raised my children for the Lord. Both my sons had surrendered to preach, and my oldest son went through some problems in his marriage and uh, ended up getting a divorce. It was no fault of his own. It's not, that's not just a parent, you know, for your child. He, I know he can do. He was all boy, you know, but it's, he loves the Lord. And, uh, of course, my daughter, Amy, loves the Lord. And my, my life just couldn't be any better. Just couldn't be any better. I sit in there thinking, I'm sitting in my son's church where he pastors, and I'm going to preach for him. You don't know what that does for me, knowing that he loves the Lord and he gave his life to the Lord. And I think he's a few more years of practice, he'll be a pretty good preacher. Amen? No, I think he's a great preacher, a great pastor. And I'm honored to be part of his church and part of his ministry. And uh, I don't know how long the Lord will give me. I've already passed my three score and ten and halfway to my four score. I like to think I'm the exception, you know, and maybe I live to be a hundred. I hope not. <laughs> but unless I maintain my health. But what's gotten me this far in life is the grace of God. I'm amazed at the grace of God. I can't get over it. I, I don't know about you. If you're a Christian and you know the Lord and you're halfway trying to walk in His grace, you've got it pretty good. Amen? And uh, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what kind of disease or I don't even like to think about what it may be, but God's grace will always be there for us and always carry us through. Every heartache, every trial, every problem. And not just that, he just helps us by his grace with life itself. Life is just a lot easier, not just because we're a Christian, but because we're a, a Christian living by the grace of God. Because the grace of God is what keeps us on track. We all know people that have fallen by the wayside, that used to run for the Lord and used to serve the Lord. Don't be too hard on them. When for the grace of God, we'd all be there. Christian life is not an easy life. If we serve the Lord the whole time, if you stop and think for a minute, you could think of several Christians that were real faithful to the Lord and now completely out of church. What went wrong? 
Well, somehow we, we forget about the grace of God. And we get too big for our britches, as they used to say in Texas, you know. And uh, we think we don't need the Lord. And we think that we've got it, everything handled. The Bible says, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. That's in the Bible, you know. We ought to pay attention to that. I've got several verses from the Bible here to give you tonight. Uh, the Bible's a good book. Now, your opinion is about as good as mine. Somebody said opinion is like belly buttons. Everybody's got one. Amen? But it doesn't matter what our opinion is. It's what does God say? If we'll just take God at his word and take uh, every need we have and every conflict we have, every struggle we have to the Lord, and let him direct us through his word, we're going to make it. Amen? We're going to make it. Uh, people give excuses for getting out of church. Well, uh, you know, it's just not for me. Or people's, keep, people uh, shunned me. Or, you know, not some people never spoke to me. Can I ask you a question? Why didn't you go speak to them? Amen? I have a hard time, people have a hard time shunning me. They, they wish they could get away from me, you know, but uh, I, I don't know. My dad's always said, well, you're a people person. Well, it's by the grace of God if I am. But I love people. Uh, I think it was, well, uh, I can't think of who, who it was, uh, Oh, he had a big uh, uh, coliseum named after him in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, who? Say it one more time. No, this was a, this was a secular man, and uh, but a good man, um, and uh, but he used to say. I never met a man I didn't like. Amen. That's, huh? No, it was. It just came to me. Well, Will Rogers. Have you heard of Will Rogers? Uh, they've got a big. Uh, they used to have the circus there and the rodeo and all this. Uh, it's in all enclosed. Uh, but uh, he said, I never met a man I didn't like. Uh, that's something to be able to say that, isn't it? Well, you know, you can find something good in everyone if you look through the eyes of God's grace. Amen? I mean, they, you may, people won't rub you wrong the wrong way so much. Most of that is us. You have someone you have a hard time getting along with. It's People have a hard time rubbing me the wrong way. Uh, what do you do? I laugh it off. Amen. Somebody tries to get my goat. I laugh it off. It's hard to get a guy upset that won't get upset. 55 years of marriage, I can't, I can't tell you. I can count on that, time, that hand how many times that me and my wife had a any kind of falling out. Uh, I just, well, my dad always said I was easy going. But you know what I think it is? As a, I don't know what I'd be like if I wasn't a Christian. But I think the grace of God is what we take for granted more than anything. And I want to tell you this. You can have a lot more of God's grace than you settle for. Does God give everybody this equal amount of grace? No, it's how much you want God's grace working in your life. Uh, you want me to give you my definition of grace? Best definition I've ever heard. I, I didn't make it up. But grace is God giving me the desire and the power 
or the ability to do his will. Amen? How can we go wrong? How can a person get out of church? How can a Christian turn away from the Lord and walk away and never come back? It's the grace of God that keeps us going. Amen? Uh, by the grace of God, I am what I am. And it's not much. Not, having, not a lot to write home about. But I am by the grace of God. And uh, so I'm going to talk to you about how the Christian can receive more grace. That's the only thing about grace. We always need a little bit more. It makes you hungry for it. Amen? We need more, God to give us more desire and more power or ability to do his will. To love him more. To love others more. To live for him more faithfully. We're going to do anything we ought to do. We're only going to do it by the grace of God. You say, I just make myself come to church. You don't have to. If you just beg God for his grace, he'll give you the desire and the power to live for the Lord. And you can go ahead and, and just beat yourself all to pieces and make yourself do right, or you can let the Holy Spirit give you more grace and grow in grace and have greater desire and more power to live for the Lord all your life. That's, that's just the only way to go, by the grace of God. So what can we do? Uh, well, uh, how can we get more of this grace? Uh, well, number one, by trusting Christ more. You can't trust Jesus too much. Amen? Uh, he's there for us. He's on our side. He's on our team. We're on his team. And... Uh, the Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen? Aren't you glad we got somebody that's for us? When we think nobody cares, when we think that uh, nobody loves us, everybody hates us, I'm going to eat some worms. Amen? You ever heard that? Uh, there's my buddy back there. He's about to... I don't know where y'all grew up, but... <laughs> The grace of God, we all need more of it. If you get a little cranky, you need more of God's grace. You need to get, let him give you more desire and more power. Our flesh does not do that automatically. If you get cold spiritually, if you draw away from God and away from others, uh, that's pretty natural. That's our old human nature. We all like to... Just say, just leave me alone for a while, you know. And it takes a Christian full of God's grace to be in church their whole life and to be faithful. We don't really have anything to brag about. We're going to be rewarded for it, I'm sure. But <laughs> what we're really being rewarded for is just allowing the grace of God to continually work in our life. Have nothing to brag about. Just God's grace is at work. So by trusting Christ more, John 1.17, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, the law, Moses gave the law, do it or die. Amen? I mean, it was a rough life. But in the New Testament, grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. When you got saved, and Jesus came in your heart. You got saved by his grace. Amen. What do we have to brag about? Nothing. The grace of God. All we need is just a little bit more of it. And we need to realize how much we need it. So grace is God giving me the desire and the power to do his will. He's got to give that to me every day. Or I'll be out of church like uh, every other backslidden Christian. Why do the Christians get backslidden and get back in the world? That They took for granted the grace of God. So I'm going to give you uh, how, some things about how you can uh, get more grace. And first thing I said is just trust Christ more. Keep trusting him every day to give you what 
uh, grace you need to keep living for the Lord all your life. I don't want to quit now. 75 years old, um, 60 years of living for the Lord, I'm going to throw all that away? No. I want to go down with the best of them. Amen. And I want to go, I want them to have to take my dead carcass out of the church and take it to the funeral home. Amen. I'm not trying to scare you. I don't feel like I'm going to go anytime soon. But uh, this, I, I can't think of a better place to launch off into heaven. Amen. Then right here in the church. So it's the grace that worketh in you to will and to do of his good pleasure, the Bible say. That's the definition of grace. Uh, grace is what works in you to make you willing and able and to have the power to do God's good pleasure. You'll never be able to make yourself do right. All you can for a degree, for to a degree for a while, but it gets old. Even doing right gets old with all the blessings. Uh, but so we need God's grace to keep keeping giving us more desire and more power to do uh, the God's will. So the grace is our It's, it's the outworking of our in, in, inward influence, God's inward influence in our life. We see it coming out in our life. If God's grace is at work, it shows. It comes out some way or another. People find out it's, you're not a, it's not you. don't have anything to brag about or boast about. It's God working in your life. Number two, use the grace you have. How do you get more grace? Use the grace you have. However you, whatever you feel like it's easier for you to do because of the grace of God, keep doing that. Don't, don't get slack if you're on the easy stuff. Amen? Uh, keep doing what you're using God's grace the way you're using it, and uh, God will give you more of it. Amen? You're not going to ever run out of the grace of God. You're going to have it your whole life and, and a plus. Uh, so use, use the grace you have uh, for the work of the Lord. 2 Timothy 2, verses 1 and 2. Um, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace uh, that is in Christ Jesus. We have Christ Jesus. He's in us. And Paul said, be strong in the grace of God. We get old, we get weaker physically. Sometimes emotionally, I find it's easier for for me to cry. I feel silly when a grown man cries. Amen? Especially when it's me. My heart gets more tender. Uh, What is it? It's God's grace working in me more. I don't want to be a bitter old man. Years ago I told my wife that when I get old uh, I don't want to be a bitter old man. She said, well you better get started. Amen. (laughs) The grace of God just never quits working. It's always there and it's always uh, working. If we'll work with it. Uh, So grace can make you strong by making you more faithful and more effective in uh, the life of others. Don't be a hermit. That's easy for us to do as we get older. We just want to withdraw back into our little hermit shell. And uh, we'll come out and smile a little bit on Sunday and wave. Other than that, uh, we don't want to be involved. We don't want to know about other people's hurts and problems. Somebody, uh, I don't think this really happened, but there was somebody that was trying to tell somebody his problems. And finally the guy said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. 
you must have confused me as someone that cares. Isn't that a terrible thing to say? <laughs> People really don't want to hear your problems apart from the grace of God. Amen? Uh, you won't find any but Christians walking by the grace of God that's willing to listen to you and you can share your problems with. If you, don't, don't be too hard on somebody that, that's impatient or doesn't want to listen or don't want to, be, don't want to be friendly. It all takes the grace of God. Some people haven't learned that. That's why I'm preaching about it tonight. Amen? Wish more people was here. Why aren't they here? They're not walking by the grace of God, I guess. I don't know. I'm not judging them. Uh, but it's the grace of God. It doesn't have anything to do with their character. We say, oh, there it is. No. It's the grace of God that you're here tonight. Amen. Grace of God. I'm still stand up and preach the word. Amen. It's just God's grace. Paul uh, said in 1 Corinthians 15.10, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. Isn't that a good verse? 1 Corinthians 15.10. Paul knew what got him going and what kept him going. It was the grace of God. Uh, we just, we just, it's impossible to live without it. And it's pretty tough dying without it. Amen. We need to use it every day of our life. Number three, what can I do to have more grace? You can increase your grace through knowledge. You know knowledge increases grace. I'm giving you some knowledge tonight that will help you have more grace. Amen? Uh, knowledge really empower, is empowering, especially Bible knowledge and, and uh, spiritual knowledge. It's empowering. It, it changes our lives. It empowers us. It makes life easier. Uh, it makes us, when we learn about the grace of God, what does it make us? It makes us a more gracious person. You ever heard someone say, that person's so gracious. What does that mean? That means the grace of God is working in their life. My mom, my real mother, that didn't raise me, uh, was a hothead. She always, oh, she was against everybody and everybody is against her. And uh, I remember I didn't spend much time to her until I got to be about 12 years old. I'd go spend the summer with her. I felt so sorry for her. She was a religious lady. She took me to church. Uh, but she didn't know much about the grace of God. And uh, I came back home and I was so torn up because she always, she's always upset about something. How easily does things upset you? Well, that says something about how much you're allowing God's grace to work in your life. There's nothing that we can't face by the grace of God. Nothing. No heartache, no trial. No physical ailment. Amen? Not even old age can get us down uh, if we depend on the grace of God. Uh, and we can do anything. We can keep going. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I can keep going. How long? I don't know. As long as grace holds out, I can go a little longer. We come to the end of one year, we face another year. How old am I going to grow to be anyways? I don't know. But I can make it by the grace of God. The grace of God. And I can still be sweet, and I can still be kind, and loving, and patient, and uh, everything else by the grace of God. Not by me. Amen? You ought to try it sometimes. Just keep in mind, what am I doing with this message? I'm just trying to realize, cause you realize how irreplaceable the grace of God is in your life as a Christian.
There's nothing you can't face with it. And there's nothing you can succeed with without it. It's just irreplaceable. Then you can increase uh, your uh, grace by through knowledge. Like I said, through knowledge. Uh, knowing God better and what his objective is. Second Peter 1, 2, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. Uh, according as he, his divine power hath given uh, unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who hath called us to glory and virtue. Isn't that a wonderful verse? Uh, he's given us everything we need. Uh, and he gives it to us by his grace. You know the word grace means a gift. You know that, don't you? And God gives us everything by his grace. We don't deserve it, but that's how he brings it to us day by day. Sufficient unto the day is the, we say, the evil thereof. But it's for a Christian, it's the grace that you find to get you through it. How can we have more grace? Remember, uh, we have access to more and more grace through faith. That's why faith is so important. Well, I believed in Jesus, and I got saved, and I, I trust him for the most part. Uh, it's impossible to have the faith we should have if we don't have the grace to keep believing. Don't ever take your faith for granted. It ought to be, your faith ought to grow, and your grace will grow to the same degree uh, to, as your faith grows. Your grace will grow. And you'll have more and more grace. Yesterday's grace uh, won't do for tomorrow. Amen? Uh, or last week's grace, or last year's grace. We need more grace. And we need to keep getting more grace. Uh, but it comes through faith. We've got to believe that God has plenty of grace available for us. And it's free. Amen? Wouldn't you like to have more grace? Sure makes life a lot easier. Well, he's just a hothead. No, he just needs a little bit more grace. Amen? Well, she's just impatient. No, she's a good person. She just needs a little bit more grace. I don't believe that there's such thing as bad people. I believe in everybody. And I like everybody. Uh, that's, that's a wonderful way to live. Amen? Somebody says something that kind of rubs you the wrong way. What do you do? You write them in your little book. And you avoid them. They may have been having a bad day. Amen? And you wrote them off. They may have been, could have been your best friend for life. But you didn't have the grace to give them another chance. Amen? I'm, aren't you glad that other people didn't treat you that way? So we have access to more and more grace. Uh, Romans 5, 2, by whom also uh, uh, we have uh, by faith into the, this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Uh, we can only keep going. And stay close to Jesus by the grace of God. Grace makes us willing and able to glorify God. Don't you want to live your whole life glorifying God? Uh, it's a lot better than glorifying yourself and the flesh. Amen? And how many friends you've got. You know how many friends you need to have? You need to know how to determine your friendship. Not how many people are friends to you, but how many people you can be a friend to them. You know, you don't ha they don't have to be a friend to you in order for you to be a friend to them. 
Well, how does that work? I thought we both had to be friends to each other. No. Where'd you get that idea? By the grace of God, you can look at everybody as a friend and treat everybody like they're your friend. Isn't that a wonderful way to live? Uh, instead of everybody wondering if, if uh, you like them or not. Amen. By the grace of God, everybody should feel like that they're your best friend. And you ought to be able to treat everybody like they're your very best friend. And instead of everybody wondering, because you're so up and down and in and out, and are they mad today or are they going to take it out on me? <laughs> Amen. There's people like that. Uh, but the grace of God can make us where we're not like that. Uh, we can increase our faith by grace. Uh, we can increase our, our grace anytime through prayer. Yeah, I knew you'd get around to that, preacher. That's just part of the Bible and part of preaching. You've got to talk about prayer. Well, how is your prayer life? Prayer should be a release. How do you get rid of your problems? You pray about them. What is, what is praying when you have problems? It's taking them and handing them over to God, who's the only person that can do anything about them anyways. Did you know that? Oh, I don't know. I can pretty well take care of my problems. How come they keep coming back? Amen? How come people that get upset you that you keep getting upset again? Uh, no, we, there's not much in this life we can fix. Amen. Uh, we can't even fix things in ourselves. But the grace of God can. And the grace of God, the more you live by the grace of God, the uh, more grace makes you willing and able to glorify God and get along with everyone. Uh, so we can increase our faith, uh, like I said, through prayer. Let us, therefore, Come boldly into the throne of grace. What are we going to find if we're in the throne of grace? What's the purpose of the throne of grace? Well, I want to get everything I want, everything I deserve. I want all the obstacles to be out of my life. I want everybody to love me and everybody appreciate me. And it's all about me anyways, isn't it? Amen. Go ahead, shake your head. <laughs> Most of the time, so easy to get the place where everything's about us. Why do you get upset anyways? Well, something didn't go my way. Somebody didn't treat me like I deserve to be treated. Can you imagine what it had been like that with Jesus as they nailed him on the cross and he had a pity party? Amen. They don't know who I am. They're treating me bad. He came to earth to be treated bad. Amen? To suffer and die for our sins. If my Savior could put up with a lot of stuff, I guess I can put up with a little stuff. Amen? By the grace of God. Uh, so we can increase our grace through prayer. He Hebrews 4.16 Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace. Why are you short on grace? You find it at the throne of grace. Where else? Where are you going to look for grace? But the throne of grace. That's why it's called the throne of grace. No reason for us to uh, be short on grace with our family, with our husband, with our wife, with our kinfolks. We just come boldly to the throne of grace. And we'll find mercy that we need to help in the time of need. We all have those times of need. Amen? We just need more grace. Are we having fun tonight? Are you, are you following me? I'm not trying to make you feel like a bad person. Because uh, you don't have more grace or you're not 
living like you like you've got God's grace. Don't beat yourself up. Just take advantage of what God's given you. He's given you His grace because of Jesus Christ where you can make it through the worst day in your life. You'll never come, if you listen to what I'm saying, and if you understand, it all hinges on grace, you'll never come to the place where you'll want to swallow a bullet and just end it all. Because you'll have grace to get through anything, any heartache, any trial, uh, any loneliness, any disappointment in life. You see how important it is? What we need is God's grace. We need to use it every day. Come to the throne of grace. And we'll make it. And uh, we'll enjoy life. And everybody around us will enjoy life. If we live by God's grace. Grace uh, is increased uh, and, and released through rejoicing. How can I have more grace? Just rejoice in the Lord a little bit more. And you'll have more grace. Romans 5.2, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Did you ever lose hope on being able to glorify God? It's just by God's grace we can. Because we are human beings. I don't know why we have so many problems, why we're so weak, why we're so stubborn, why we're so easily offended, why we're so impatient, why we're so, did I say unkind yet? Why we're so ungracious? Because we need more grace. Amen. We're human beings. We're just human. It's not an excuse. It's just a fact. We just need a whole heaping bunch of God's grace every day. I want you to realize that. Before I leave today, I want you to realize you need a whole heaping lot of God's grace every day of your life. It'll take care of family quarrels, impatience, pet peeves. Every marriage would be better by the grace of God. If we had a little bit more grace, we could stay with them till it's all over and be glad we did. Amen. All of life gets better if our grace is, uh, if we have a lot of it and keep it. First Peter 1.8, whom we have not seen, we love, in whom though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Just keep rejoicing. Rejoice over the good things and just hang all the rest. Amen? Rejoice in what you've got and not what you don't have unless it's some disease or cancer. You can rejoice that you don't have that. Amen? We are so easily unhappy. What's the one reason? We're running a little bit low on grace. Remember that next time that you've got the poochy lip disease. You know what that is. So easy to get the poochy lip disease. What, what's it telling us? We're a little bit low on God's grace. We need to try some of these things. Get in the word. Spend some time in prayer. Uh, we need more grace. So how's our grace increased? Uh, grace is increased through humility and obedience.
just remember you're no, you're no better than anybody else. Humble yourself before people and before the Lord. Don't look at life like you're the center of the universe. My mom used to tell me, I was having trouble with somebody. They say, well, they just think the whole world revolves around them. That's the problem. You'd be surprised how many times we get thinking that, that we are the center of the universe. Everybody ought to cow down to our needs and put us first. Amen? We're not, we won't say that. We won't even agree that we feel that way, but it's easy to feel that way. What do we need to do? Become a better person? No, just get a little bit more grace in our life. And we become more gracious with the shortcomings of others and with what others put us through and our own personal problems. We just need more grace. Are you getting it yet? Am I getting through? Are the lights coming on? Do we need more money? No, oh, more money you got, more problems you got. First thing you got to figure out, how are you going to pay the taxes on it? Amen? We just need more grace. That's it. And it's available for us. Uh, he giveth more grace. He saith, God resisteth the proud, but he giveth grace to the humble. We need humility. God loves giving grace to the humble person. Now, how can you be humble? You just When you just realize and face the fact that you do not have all the answers to the problems of life, and you probably never will, that you can't fix hardly anything, and if you do, it won't stay fixed very long. Have you noticed that? I gave up on being Mr. Fix-It. It breaks real quick. Again, amen. I'm not the fixer. As a pastor, I had to learn. I couldn't fix people. I just had to love them and help them along the way by God's grace. I had to show them there's hope. That God took them just as they were. We sung that song. It used to be a great invitation song. Just as I am. Without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. That's the way God took us. Remember that? And he hadn't changed since he took us. We're his. He hadn't changed his mind. He took us just as we were. All of our problems and all of our uh, hang-ups. We've all got those hang-ups, don't we? Amen. Someone said that person has more hang-ups than Ma Bell. Amen. I think all my people with a good sense of humor stayed home tonight. But <laughs> we've all got hang-ups. And we will till we get to heaven and we're perfect. We're like Jesus. That's the only time we're going to be rid of our hang-ups. Grace is increased, lastly, through giving. When you become a giving person, I'm not talking about just giving you money to the church. I mean, be the one when there's a problem that knows how to give. Give in. Not much argument. The fight stops when somebody gives in. Amen? You can't fight with a person that gives in. You can't fight with a, you can't argue with a person that says, you know, you're right. That stops it. What's it take us to do that? Grace. If you're living by grace, it's easy to say, you know, I see your point. You don't have to finish that if you keep your hat on, nobody will notice. Pointed head, you know. 
but just agree. Sometimes we have to agree to disagree, but don't even tell them you disagree. Find the good in people. Find the way that people are right. Their opinion is right to some degree. Amen? Grace can teach you that. Grace can open your eyes to the good things in other people. Nobody's totally bad. Nobody's totally good. But you can find a whole lot more good in people by the grace of God. In your mate, your husband, your wife. I'm trying to teach you how to be, get through this life and have some joy. And not have be a, this one big fight. Learn to see the good in people by God's grace. So we increase it through giving. If it's giving up, if it's giving in, if it's just giving to people, refusing to fight, uh, you get more grace. Um, the more you give yourself to the Lord, the more grace you have to be used by him. Uh, second, uh, it's called the grace of giving, 2 Corinthians 8, 6 through 7. Not talking about just money. I'm talking about giving yourself. Now, everybody is either a giver or a taker. It's easy to find joy in taking and having people give to you, but that's not where the real joy is. The real joy is when we learn to get joy from giving every time. Well, they don't appreciate it or they don't deserve it. But if you make that part of it, you won't have much joy. But if you get joy out of giving just for the sake of giving, you can have joy in giving. And it increases your, your grace 2 Corinthians 8, verse 6 and 7 says, uh, as much, And as much as we desire Titus, that as he had uh, begun, so would also finish uh, in you the same grace. Verse 7, Therefore, as you abound in everything, in faith, and knowledge, and all uh, diligence, and in your love to us, see that you abound in this grace also. If it's more important than intelligence and IQ. It's more important than how big your bank account is. It's more important than how many friends call you their friend. It's more important than anything in our life to learn to walk every day of your life living by the grace of God. Letting him give you the right desires. Not the desires to treat the people good that treat you good but the desires to be kind to your enemies. Not the pleasure you get out of someone giving to you, but the pleasure, the real pleasure of giving to others that hardly even know you, to the stranger on the street. When's the last time you stopped and saw somebody having a flat tire and you stop, that I'm not talking about the women necessarily doing this, but if you're a man, stop. Help them jack up the car. Help them change the tire. I don't know them. They're a human being that God created. And you can live by grace, by giving to perfect strangers 
and you walk away feeling better than you have in a long time. We need more of that, don't we? We need more of God's grace. I wish I could get that point. I don't think you got it yet. Maybe I've, have I got another 30 minutes, Jeremy? You don't have grace for me to go another 30 minutes, I know. <laughs> but I think you get it. Put it to practice. It'll make you happier and more content and more fulfilled than anything you've ever done in your life. If you let God's grace reign, I'm talking about really reign and rule in your life. Your life will be so much better. It's hard to argue with a person that's walking by grace. Hard to make them upset. It's hard to even treat them bad and them know you're treating them bad because they don't believe everybody's out to get them. They feel like they're out to get everybody that they can help. Just your attitude. Have a gracious attitude. And life will be better for you. And great will be your reward in heaven. Amen? Let's bow our heads. Father, I thank you that you put grace in the Bible. I'm thankful that you saved us by grace. And you taught us how to live by grace. And you empowered us by your Holy Spirit um, to have more grace, more patience, more kindness, more love. Everything comes by grace. And Lord, help us to think about this. I don't expect us to, the lights to go on and stay on for the rest of our life. Maybe, but Lord, maybe we'll start thinking that way. Maybe what I need is more grace. Maybe if I had a little more grace, I'd love people more. I'd be patient with more people. I'd be kind with more people. I, I wouldn't be so angry all the time. I wouldn't be so self-centered. So many things would go so much better if I faced it with your grace in my life. It's available. It's free. And all these things we talked about will give us more grace if we want more grace. Let's bless us now. Help us take something home with this. We pray in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen.